It's time for Pawn of the Dead. Okay. I really, I really can't wait for this. So, uh, all right, let's let's, let's, just, let's just get into okay. it. All right, okay. All right, hello, welcome to Pot of the Dead. I'm your host Nicholas, and with me, as always, are two ghosts that have just shown up on the podcast. We got Tasha <laughs> and Stephanie. On today's Hi, episode, just... we are covering thirteen ghosts. Um, so, before we really get into all the nitty gritties and stuff of it, um, like what uh, when you. When this movie came up and everything, this was a uh, a listener request. Who was that a request from, Tasha? Chris Hanchu requested Chris Hanchu. this movie. Chris Hanchu. Uh, I need to see you in my office. Um, <laughs> what uh, What do you guys think you're getting into when seeing uh, 13 Ghosts? Um, I loved this movie when I was like 11 or 12. So I forgot so much of it, but I knew I was getting into Matthew Lillard territory. So that made me really happy. Right on. Yeah. I, um, kind of in Tasha's same way. Like I loved this movie when we were kids, like when it came out, this came out like in the late nineties and it was 2001. Oh, 2001. Okay. So it was in that same area. So yeah, watched that when I was younger, loved it, rewatched it over and over and over again. And then I would say in like the last year, maybe I put it on and I didn't actually pay attention to it, but it was like in the background for a little while. So I have a decent experience with this movie and Matthew Lillard is always fun to watch regardless of what he's in. Yeah. Even if it's a great movie or a bad movie, he's just entertaining in itself. So I was excited to see it again, just to get a different perspective because it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, it's shocking that you say Tasha, that you watched this a lot, like when you were 11 and stuff, because this is my first time seeing this. Um, this was a movie that we watched. I watched a lot with Sam at the campground. Oh, okay. Okay. I remember having sense. the VHS of this that we would watch. We have the VHS days. of this? Either we did or Sam did. I, I know I watched this movie a lot. Okay. Like, uh, see now. Okay judging a book on its cover and stuff i'd never seen this um i was very very familiar with it i'd seen the movies that came out around the time that are kind of like uh siblings of it or whatever so this movie was made by a production company or whatever called dark castle and they that's ominous they they were like like uh basically not charged with but like what their whole point was they were making remakes of these older horror films and making them at their time uh and i'm a really big fan of their first one that they did this is the second one 13 ghosts is their second film their first film they did was the remake of house on haunted hill oh so these are by the same people this is by the same company and then the the third the third film was ghost ship so those were like the the three movies that they did but yeah like going into this i knew matthew willard was in it i knew it was an early 2000s horror film. I knew it was a remake. I didn't know much about it. I knew it dealt with like a big glass house like that. Mm -hmm. Like I remembered the, well, not remembered, but like I knew about the, the style of the film. Like I knew about like, Oh, it's got like these ghosts and there's this big glass house. And like, that's all I knew. And Matthew Lillard. 
and oh and tony shalhoub was in it i knew that tony shalhoub was in it i knew monk was in it um but beyond that i knew fuck all about it so uh going into this blind and like kind of going like okay this was a big budget film well quote unquote big budget film that came out in the early 2000s so you got to kind of like look at it with those kind of glasses which yeah. uh, uh the movie's full of glasses <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah uh uh like i said uh, i'm gonna need to see you in my office though about this film because uh may maybe it hit me different because this is the first time i'm seeing it and i'm, I'm yeah. in my late 30s uh because like i saw house on high hill when i was young and i fucking still love that movie if i would have seen this movie then uh maybe maybe we'd have a completely different podcast episode but um <laughs> if if uh you really like this movie you're gonna hate me today if uh <laughs> it's if okay. it's gonna we, we're gonna have warring it's okay well that's, we're gonna war our opinions so just what, stick around for that that's perfect because they're, <laughs> they're gonna need you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Nick's, Nick's gonna dog on the film and I'm just going to flip him the middle finger about a thousand yeah. times. It's, it's okay. You're gonna have to do it verbally so they can hear it. <laughs> Verbal flipping of the <laughs> finger. Stone Cold just kicks open the door. Yeah. Middle finger's flying. So, uh, Tasha, do you want to give us a, a little uh, overview of 13 Ghosts? I sure do. Give me one second considering you sent me one from last week. A state-of-the-art remake of the classic William Castle horror film about a family that inherits a spectacular old house from an eccentric uncle. There's just one problem. The house seems to have a dangerous agenda all its own. Trapped in their new home by strangely shifting walls, the family encounters powerful and vengeful entities that threaten to annihilate anyone in their path. Mm, yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Other than it's not an That's old really house. Good. It's not an old house though. Like that doesn't come across to me as this being an old house. Does this say old? Like it said old. I mean, on this review, on this little synopsis, it did say old, but I think you're right. It seemed well. I mean, it seems very like steampunky. Oh yeah. So Just, that's yeah. kind of with lots all the of, gears, lots of gears and, and, and pulleys and a lot of brass and stuff yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like I would, a lot I would of brass. <laughs> I would say like the idea behind it is old because of where it comes from, but like the. It was just built, so like that's I don't know. Anyway, well, okay, well, but that does give the overview, so that's the, true. The original okay. one—I've never seen the original one. I know that it exists and stuff like that, but the original one might have been just like an old house and stuff. That's, and that's true. That's kind of how they put the trappings of it anymore. But all right, so let's see here. Yeah, I didn't know this was a remake. Yeah, uh, I guess like what what was his name? Uh, William Castle, I think is what they said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those all three. Of those movies are William Castle films, Ghost Ship, uh, House on Haunted Hill, and Thirteen Ghosts. So that's and they're what, all remakes. And they're all remakes. That's what Dark oh. Castle was doing was they were taking William Castle movies and remaking mm -hmm. them. Oh, okay, okay. So I think Thirteen Ghosts was another. I I didn't look it up, but I believe the the eccentric uncle character and stuff. I believe it was played by Vincent Price. Uh, who was in house on haunted hill as well so he's yeah. got that kind of like oh well welcome to my old house <laughs> i love Vincent Price. Like in he this, just, in this it was, he was played by f murray abraham yes yeah and the only thing i really know him from is he's like the big game hunter in jumanji 
Yeah. Like, that's the oh, fucking yeah. <laughs> that's the only <laughs> thing that I really noticed, remembered about uh, from him and stuff. But uh, is he, is Vincent Price or he the dentist in um, the uh, Johnny Depp Wonka? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Vincent Price. I believe. No, 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 okay. no, no. That's Christopher. Christopher Lee. That's the guy that oh, man, plays. I'm getting way off. Yeah. Christopher Lee was an old school actor and stuff. He did a lot of horror okay. stuff. He played Dracula and stuff in like the sixties and seventies, but he's also mostly known as Saruman from fucking uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Yeah. Christopher Lee. He <clears throat> also, he also uh, killed like legitimately killed Nazis in world war two. And he legitimately had a metal band like before he passed away and stuff. <laughs> What he a lived, guy. He lived a life. Yeah. yeah Christopher <laughs> Lee is fucking badass. If you if you want to if you want to like really feel like you haven't done much in your life, just look at what Christopher Lee did with his life and go like, I need to step up my game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Uh so what do you girls think in 2001 the budget for 13 ghosts was? Oh. The budget, I love, a lot of this movie is is all back end creation. This isn't practical effects at all. So I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of practical effects is in there? this. But the house mostly is practical yeah, I like effects. Think, yeah, I like to think the, the house ghost, is actually a the house. The are practical effects. I, there's a lot of camera trickery. Oh with, well, that's true. With like yeah. ed the edits of cutting in, cutting out, cutting in, cutting yeah. out kind of stuff. But like realistically. Uh, the stuff that's CG, you can tell is CG, but then like okay. everything else is basically practical. I the joys that. of early 2000s CG. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm just surprised that I'm just surprised that it wasn't like rollerball or whatever, and just have like a bunch of new metal playing through the whole movie. Like oh I was expecting God. that, and it didn't happen. Well, no, because no, that was really was big. One, there was one song that yeah. was basically the song in the movie. Yeah, which that was is a really good song. big. That was really big with like horror films, like in the early 2000s and stuff. Was just like, hey, let's get corn to play music in it or Slipknot or whatever. Oh, like, like we just, the damned. Yeah, I was just waiting for like, <laughs> do, 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 like, but there was none of that so. no, no, there wasn't. <laughs> i wish that we because we had to rent this movie because it's not on anything at this point and i was we don't own it and nick is definitely not down with owning it as according to him now but um i wish we had all like the extra features for this because it would have been cool to see how they created this film including like all the ghosts and stuff because part of the ghosts were eh, but some of them were really really well created and so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm curious to see how much of that was like you know, actually added, or if it was like legitimately made by designers and yeah. makeup people. Yeah. So. All right. So that budget, what do you got? Mm. 77 million. 77 million in 2001. <laughs> this is why I usually let Steph go first. <laughs> and I no, just I went for it. <laughs> 20, 20 million. $20 million. You guys are both so wrong. <laughs> uh, well, then we're way above. We lost. No, no. You guys oh, are like really? actually way below and way above. Like, uh, <laughs> so we're like at 40. Is that what yeah, we're at? Yeah. 40, uh, $42 million was its budget. That's really high. But well, okay. It, this was, this was made by, uh, like Warner brothers and universal or I think, or no Warner brothers in Columbia. Oh, so they had but big I know budgets. it was Warner brothers and there was another one that I saw like in the opening that I was like, Oh shit. There's, actually two two like big name companies involved in this okay but uh so yeah for 42 million dollars this came out october 26 2001 okay so they actually brought a horror movie out at the right time of the year correct it came out right before halloween 
yes uh, congratulations much, <laughs> how how much do you think it made for uh for its domestic gross 240 240 million dollars so you think hold on hold on you think this movie made a quarter of a billion dollars <laughs> i i think that this movie is of its time and it was popular because of all the other movies that had come out that were part of this like grouping and i just remember seeing this movie a lot as a kid so i think it was right. super popular all right yeah what well, you got Tasha? yeah thank you Tasha. Uh, <laughs> nick's over here like fuck you guys this movie sucks it doesn't deserve to make a dollar no it's not right. bad at all you just think that it made a quarter of a billion dollars <laughs> i'm gonna say uh slightly less we'll go with a hundred a hundred thirty five million this movie made also six, no this movie made 68 million dollars oh <laughs> that's sad after its marketing campaign and stuff it actually lost movie. money oh, <laughs> oh wow that's, that's shocking yeah it it is, it is, that. i saw this movie it isn't shocking that's not <laughs> but you didn't see it in 2001 that's Thank the you. difference true so josh is right the weekend that it came out the weekend it came out it uh it actually was second in the box office for its weekend um it made 15 million dollars its opening weekend it was second behind the kevin spacey movie k-pax if anybody remembers that he was like an Uh, alien or some shit like that yeah i saw it i don't remember a damn thing about it though Um, but i remember stuff about 13 ghosts the week week before this movie though um there was another horror film that came out that i actually do like and it's uh it's it's on that line of like it's a thriller like it's not quite horror are but we going is. are we going down that line today like we did last night <laughs> it's from hell from hell came out the week prior oh with, johnny, with johnny depp, depp about that Jack movie's the amazing that movie's amazing oh okay yeah, I know yeah so that came out the week before and everything so it topped it and everything because from hell came in second and everything and yeah. then uh the, the top five would be k-pax 13 ghosts from hell uh riding in cars with boys you oh, ordered. Drew Barrymore. Yeah. There you go. And then uh, number five, uh, I believe it was its uh, second week. I think bo- both those movies came out. And then I think uh, the next one, Training Day, also came out with Denzel, Denzel Washington. Washington. Came out yeah. the week prior as well. So it, interesting week uh, for for movies or kind of like week or two. Was that the same year that Lord of the Rings came out? Like two months later, the first one. 2001 would have been yeah roughly around the same time as the first one yeah i think so i'm gonna look it up because i'm like this is we're i'm thinking about like stephanie back then what kind of movies was i watching Mm -hmm. was i going to the theater regularly i know i didn't see this in the theater but i remember watching it a lot and i know i saw pretty much all i was like a big movie fan back then so we didn't have social media like we do now so that was what we did Get out of your cave there, old lady. <laughs> Back in my day. It's true, though. Oh, but it is the year that the first Lord of the Rings came that's out. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, but uh, for the year, for 2001, it was the third uh, third highest grossing horror film that came out that year. Okay. So for 2013, um, The Others came out. Wait, two, two, 2013. 2013. Sorry, 2001. 2001. What the okay. fuck? Oh, 13 Ghosts. Sorry, that's my brain. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, 2001, The Others came out. And then. I remember that. That's with the, the Australian lady. 
Tom Cruise's right. ex-wife. Yeah, Nicole Kidman. She's the, main, she's the main actress in that. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then Scary Movie 2 came out. <laughs> of course nice. it is. <laughs> 13 Ghosts, From Hell, Valentine, uh, okay. Brotherhood of the Wolf, John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. Never seen that either. No, but you've never seen that? Oh, we already God. know. Other than The Thing and fucking vampires, I've never seen a John Carpenter film. I don't even think I've seen the original Halloween, so I am then definitely Bones, not well. Bones came out Bones. that year, which is Snoop Dogg as a vampire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that, but I've seen the Yay. front cover of that. Yeah. And then uh, The Forsaken, which I'm not familiar with. And, uh, That's Session. a vampire fire movie too i think okay. for a and witch movie. session nine came out and that one's actually pretty decent it it did horrible in the box office but it's actually a pretty cool movie it's got the can't remember his name but the guy from uh, csi that always puts the sunglasses on and it's like oh i think you're talking the about redheaded guy he's in that it's, yeah. actually, it's a cool movie but yeah so 2001 uh in my opinion not a great year for horror no uh, but great great year for other movies Probably not horror. And out of all of those, I would say that um, From Hell is probably the best out of all of those. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, from I, like I said, Session Nine is pretty good. From Hell is not bad, and I actually I don't remember if I've seen the others or not. That wasn't I, bad. I know, I know, I know the movie. Like I already know the the quote unquote twist to it and stuff. So that might be why I never watched it. But it is what it is. Um, so. Let's see here. We do have a listener question uh, posed to us from Larry Martin. Um, Thank you, Larry, for yeah. posing a question. Yes. Larry asks, uh, I've been listening, really enjoying the podcast. And here's my question yeah. to each of you. What, in your mind, makes a good horror movie for you? Blood and gore, suspense, story, jump scares? All right, Larry, we will try our best to answer this. Uh, we, yeah. will, we will start with Stephanie. What do you got? Oh, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what constitutes as a good, I'm just reiterating it. Like we're taught when we're like in third grade, just say the question again. Okay. So um, yeah, what makes a good horror movie to you? Like, what is uh, it? What, what, what makes what do it? I, yeah, I like gore. Want? Gore is my jam. I love gore and horror movies. I think that's really? just, it, it makes it fun. Yeah, I really do. And I don't know if that just comes back to my love of like, like vampires and all of that. I don't know. I love vampire horror movies. They're my favorite, but I also am learning to like, because Nick's exposing me to them, more creature features. They are definitely with more practical effects are more enjoyable. I am a plot slut. So definitely <laughs> give me a good plot on the occasion. Like this movie specifically, we just watched. I think that it's not always necessary, but I need to know the why. I think that's my biggest downfall if you have a bad guy or a situation and there's no good answer of why i just get frustrated so plot is definitely important um so gore and plot and good acting because i some people really get down on the cheesy acting and apart from evil dead 2 nothing else can do that so like i don't like there are certain very very rare movies that can pull that off and be successful and I that it, I am not a mighty Python watcher or anything like that. And I know that's not horror, but like that kind of humor. You don't, I like, don't, you don't like you don't like corny cheese, and it's Monty no. Python, not Mighty Python. <laughs> See, that should tell you that <laughs> I don't tell. know. I know she watches it exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Don't like, don't like Monty Python. I wish I would have known this before I married you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, honey. But um, papers yeah. will be served today. <laughs> 
Thank you. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you like sleeping in the snow. <laughs> so, oh. oh, yeah. And that's probably about it. So, yeah. And we already know Tasha's. Is, oh, suspense is also good. But I think I know what Tasha's is. So I'm excited to see if hers is, is what I'm anticipating it being. So, All go right, Tasha. Got, Tasha. <laughs> so, um, when it comes to a good horror movie, suspense and like the twisty, turny psychological components are definitely my favorite. Um, I can take or leave the gore. If there's too much of it, I just get taken out of the whole scene. It gets boring to me. But a really good, quick, well-intended, like intentional gore is like top notch. Um, there's a movie we watched recently and it's... Um, like the gore comes and goes really quickly and it's shocking. I like that more so than like, um, like slasher just over and over stabbings or cutting up people or something like that. But if it's quick and shocking, then that's exactly what I like. I love jump scares. I live for jump scares. <laughs> I don't necessarily care about the plot. A lot of times throw me into a setting and I'm good to go. Um, I don't tend to ask a lot of questions about like, like plot holes or things like that because it doesn't matter. I'm usually like feeling like the emotion and that's what I'm there for. All right, mm -hmm. That's true. That's what uh, I anticipated. I figured she'd be like, no, do not give me that gore. But I agree. Like, I don't like slasher stuff either that much because I feel like it's just too overdone. It's repetitive. If you, yeah. I think you need to keep it fresh and keep it moving. Like there's a spot in green room that it's, it gets bloody, but it's perfect. Are you talking like, about the, the uh, arm through the door scene? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we just watched another movie the other day and it was just like a quick jab to the throat. Like you don't see it coming and it was beautifully done and stuff like that. I'm happy with, but when it's just like jab blood and guts everywhere. What movie was it? Jab to the throat. It's called, Oh, it's called beta. Okay. I've not seen that one. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty good. Okay, yeah. honey, your turn. Answer the question. Yeah, for me, um, it, it depends. Like, okay, so it's kind of a, a nuanced question for me. So it's like, what makes a good horror movie for me? Realistically, it depends on what the movie is trying to do. So I, I like very serious horror. I like very corny B-horror. So it's a lot of like... If it's done properly, I'm kind of down for a lot of things. Um, but I do, I don't like PG 13 necessarily. I always That's feel, like, I always feel like right. they, they're pulling punches. Then, uh, my, the whole point of a horror film for me is to be shocked or, uh, like challenged in some way. Like I, I, I'm not a slasher fan per se, I know that we keep saying that, like all three of us say that, but it's because uh, for the most part, slashers are colored by numbers in a yeah, way. They but, are. but when a film like turns it on its head or something, it can be interesting. So uh, originality of story can be a definite like, oh, I've never, I've never heard about this. Like for instance, Wesley and I went and saw Night Swim this past week. Um, he really liked it. I was pretty lukewarm on it, but the premise of the movie was enough for me to go, you know what, if this is, if they remade this and in, in the right hands and stuff like that, the, the bones are really good. So I'll give movies flowers when I think it's deserving, um, practical effects through the roof. If you're going to fucking put people in rubber suits and we're going to blow up 
we're going to blow up things and arms are going to get ripped off and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> as long as it's practical, I'm down. I can pick out CG, not all the time, because some, some people are really, 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 really good at that. But like nothing takes me out of a movie harder than fake violence and like that sounds fucked up but like <laughs> if if it's computer generated blood and gore and stuff like that i'm out i'm just not into it but if you're gonna if it's gonna be like some stockings full of wet newspaper and red jello and you're gonna it, <laughs> like even if it's like super super cheap and then you can tell it's cheap but people worked really hard at doing that i have a higher appreciation for that um, so yeah, like I'm not a jump scare person though. Uh, I'm not either. Nine times out of 10 though, my reason for not being a jump scare person is specifically like how a lot of them are done. I will cite James Wan. Uh, there's always a music cue that builds to it. So it True. kind of blows its load before it happens. So um, there are well done jump scares in the past. I feel though that it's been overdone so much that you kind of go, you already kind of know it, it's going to come and everything, but that's just me. Like I'm, I'm that person. Like it doesn't work on me. I've been it, jumped. It doesn't been, work on me either. I've been jump scared, uh, recently even, and it was done well. Uh, and it was actually from a movie. I was kind of surprised that it did it. Uh, I watched, what was it? Um, uh, insidious three with uh, mm. with wes and i didn't really care for the first two of those the third one though was actually good and um that one actually got me twice it actually made me jump twice like physically jump wes physically jumps at every That's horror movie we watch <laughs> yeah. um, but that made me jump twice and i was actually shocked like i got a couple points for that i was like holy shit like they actually did a really good job and it was because there wasn't mm. a musical cue and stuff and it was just just like oh shit like that kind of you know it worked really well but for me yeah. what makes a good horror film is originality practical yeah. effects a cohesive story it does not have to it does not have to tie up every loose end and everything but it has to make sense in its own like building as it were yeah its um, own world has to be have make un sense unless it's just trying to be crazy and over the top, like something like reanimator or something where it's just yeah. like, this is just going to be ridiculous. But that nope. movie still makes sense in yeah. its world, even but, though it's ridiculous. But what I'm saying is like going into that movie, like in the first, like five, 10 minutes, you know, like, Oh, this movie is not going to be a serious movie. So knowing that, I can just be like, okay, like I'm not going to be so critical of this film, but when a movie is right. trying to be really like, really like serious and stuff like that, and it just fucking misses on it nonstop, I have a real hard time with that. So that's where I was saying, like, it depends on what the movie is attempting to be or whatever. I will base it off of that. If this is going to be cabin in the woods, which is like a satire of horror and stuff like that, I, I'm going to judge it in that realm if this is going to be a very serious like a24 like green room for instance where it's a very tense movie it better fucking be tense because if it doesn't meet that bar it's going to be lame so for me what makes a good horror film cohesive story original in some facet like and practical effects that's what does it for me i will i will watch about anything as long as you do that and rated r 
or yeah. or not even rated but don't give me a pg-13 horror film like please don't but I, I think there are certain horror films that are under like they're pg pg-13 because they are supposed to be to a younger audience well, that yeah, actually right. makes sense so like the gremlins that was a really cute movie that's, that's a horror movie technically yeah, but that's not for like what makes a good horror film for me yeah that's the question yeah. so something yeah, else I that i wanted to oh sorry Something else I wanted to add to mine is having a cast that aren't like the cast members aren't known yes. in a lot of things. I don't like being able to recognize a lot of the cast members because Correct. then that takes me out of it. I want to be in it with them. So having unknown people do it really helps with Correct. that. Yeah. And so like in this film with knowing like actually like Shannon Elizabeth's in it, like it's actually a pretty like for like B B tier status, like star studded yeah. cast. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, I 100% agree with that. Like, going in and not knowing anybody and everything, you don't have any preconceived notions of how they're going to act or what you can base right. them against. Like, for instance, like Matthew Lillard, instantly going into this film, I my brain goes, scream, Scooby-Doo. Like, that's what my right. brain goes to. I'm like, oh, Shaggy <laughs> and Stu. He's, yeah. he's, type, he's typecasted in all of his mm -hmm. movies. So like his personality, you know, if you're going into this movie, he doesn't have a heart, a large range because that's what he does. That is his specific niche. His range though, like not to like, this is not spoilery or anything, but his range is really weird in this movie because there are times in this movie that I think he did a good job. There are times in this movie that he is overacting so bad. Like in my opinion, like it's just, I, but I think it I was think, intentional. I, I was yeah. gonna say I think that's from the director and stuff like that because I can I can base him against other films he's been in. The the way that I always kind of look at that is like the prequel Star Wars films. I've seen uh, like those people like play in other films. I've seen Samuel L. Jackson. I've seen Ewan McGregor. I've seen Natalie Portman. I've seen yeah. Kira Knightley. I've seen all those people. Yeah, Keira Knightley plays Natalie Portman's like side, like that's the person that oh. pretends to be her. Yeah, if you didn't know that, I know. I didn't know that. But, I don't watch those movies anyway, so I don't have anything. Huh. Like but you, like I've you seen those people about. act, and then like they, <laughs> they play in the Star Wars films and stuff. The specifically the the prequels, they're so like emotionless and stuff like that. And you yeah. can tell that that's from direction. Like these people are fucking great actors, and George Lucas can suck. All stunted of them <laughs> like, i don't mind star wars but no pe but people need to get off their fucking high horses on that shit just watch the mandalorian and that's all you yeah, need mandalorian's fucking great yeah uh star wars is what it is i mean it's, mm -hmm. it's not for everybody uh, i just it's one of those things that came out of a certain time it's the same same thing about kiss people fucking put kiss up on a pedestal and it's because they fucking put face paint on and they came out in the 70s and there weren't any other options <laughs> <laughs> well, that you're talking about originality, and I think that that's what all, a lot of that brings. Yeah, but, Star Wars is original, Kiss is original, and so they're bringing something to the world. That's Star Wars that is a, a bastardized rip off of with, fucking Dune, and everyone knows it. With Star Wars, they just started to like beat a dead horse. Oh, that's I what they've definitely the gotten to. Yeah, it's yeah. just a cash cow. So the originals, yeah, yeah the, the original ones were. I mean, he created an entire universe. Yeah, yeah. But well, now it's just kind him of and his perpetuating. Wife. There's a lot of that kind of stuff that oh. I, re I really don't fucking like about George Lucas. So. I didn't know that. <laughs> anyway, this isn't a podcast about Star Wars. Yeah, there's going to be a game <laughs> a episode about, about, horror movies. about Nick being wrong about Star Wars, but still not liking it. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I, I, I've just got a bad relationship with Star Wars. Anyway. 
Okay. okay. Uh, on to our reviews. Yeah. So uh, one, I have one correction. The movie uh -oh. I was referring to isn't beta. It's called the beta test. Oh, okay. 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 Right on. All right. So, so what are we doing first? Are you wanting the one star today? Because it would align with your feelings. Hold oh the fucking door. <laughs> Whatever Nick wants. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you got something to say over there, Tasha? She already said, said it. it. <laughs> I said what I needed floor's to say. All you, floor's all yours. Come on. Come get some. <laughs> no. Okay. But no, this is a this is a movie club. Uh from uh at the end of the episode like the last five ten minutes or so we'll we'll tell you what we're gonna list, uh watch for listen next, to yes shut the fuck <laughs> up <laughs> um we're going to tell you what we're going to watch uh for next week's episode and stuff so uh beyond this point is spoiler territory if you have not seen 13 ghosts uh and you uh want to see it the the two ladies over here uh they they like it we didn't I, say that well they like it more than me yes there let's we go. put it that that's way. pretty obvious that's, yes. <laughs> so don't don't take my word as gospel on it you know uh but if you have seen it stick around and uh listen to me be wrong the whole time yes uh, always <laughs> and uh yeah ho hopefully this uh this goes well so 13 ghosts so if you want to be a part of our club, you can find us at facebook.com backslash pod of the dead or else on Instagram at pod underscore of underscore the underscore dead or on TikTok at pod of the dead. If you want to email us any questions, any complaints or movie recommendations, you can email us at pod of the dead 666 at gmail.com. yeah let's go with uh our reviews which review should it be let's go with uh our 10 out of 10 let's do the 10 out of 10 first okay all right okay in all caps i absolutely <laughs> adore this film four Yay! exclamation points <laughs> they are serious yeah stoked <laughs> This film is by far one of my favorite movies. It's stop, probably stop, stop, stop. That's what they said. Stop. That's what they said. <laughs> stop reading what? out of your diary. <laughs> we don't yuck other people's yums here. Sorry, honey. Right. No, no. She's supposed to yeah, be reading Nick. a review. She's reading her own diary. Well, let her do, let her do her diary. Thing. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. It's probably in my top ten. Horror films of all time. What the <laughs> fuck? Just <laughs> <Not to> stop <laughs> it. Maybe you'll appreciate the third sentence. It's the perfect amount of cheese mixed with some pretty scary looking ghosts. Okay. I get that. Yeah, yeah, okay. It doesn't take itself seriously, and that's one of the things that makes this so brilliant. I would also like to let you know that every sentence ends with at least one exclamation point. <laughs> literally screaming at the internet. Yeah. <laughs> If I wasn't so congested, I would totally just give it all, but I don't have it in me today. If they had gone for the full-on gore and scares without the humorous touch, it would probably it probably would have been terrible. I can't understand the low reviews because if you watch it expecting a fun film rather than something terrifying, you will surely enjoy it. I 100% agree with that. Me too. I, all caps, love my horror films and watch pretty much anything, and I always find myself coming back 
to this time and time again. Highly recommend. Okay. All right. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, my, uh, where they talked about uh, expecting, you know, if you're expecting it to be serious and stuff. I didn't. I was, I was comparing this specifically to like House on Haunted Hill. And stuff like, I know which I actually, which I actually didn't know was made by the same company. I just knew that they were like in that same wheelhouse. Cause Time, yeah, yeah. Steph and I had talked about like, yeah, house on haunted Hill, 13 ghosts and the haunting, like those three movies for some reason, like kind of revolve around each other. So mm -hmm. I'd seen the other two and the haunting is definitely a more serious horror film. So I knew like, cause it's not, it, it is cheesy, but it's not as cheesy, but mm -hmm. like house on haunted Hill, like, it's got fucking uh what's it uh chris chris Catan from fucking like he's in it and everything so you kind of oh. know like coming into it like that it's going to be a lot there's like a lot of levity to it and everything so yeah. i knew that going into this but i didn't take this movie that way i guess i mean i didn't think it was like funny haha but i didn't take it like i don't know i i guess i thought this was a little mildly serious but not i don't know I didn't take it as a fun movie, mm -mm. that's for sure. No. But knowing that Matthew Lillard's in it, I knew that there was going to be some like sarcasm yeah. and some like uh what's the word? Yeah, just like some sarcasm attached to it and some like lack of seriousness tied to it. Well, between him and the lady who's supposed to be the babysitter in this movie, yeah. they were adding that like levity to a serious plot. I think that was mm -hmm. like what you were getting out of it. So, uh, but I did not go into the thinking or watching it being like, this is a funny movie or whatever. I, right. I, I felt too serious for that in my personal opinion. So, all right, we're on to the one to one out of 10. Let's see. My this people, is, my this people. Is, this, is like, this is pretty long. So, okay. As they are. Yeah, <laughs> they always are so angry. <laughs> they where, are where where Tasha's ten out of ten reviews. They get a lot of punctuation. You get yeah. a lot of words with the one out of ten. You yeah. get a lot of paragraphs. And they're like breaking stuff down very specifically in this. So let's see how this goes. I haven't read this yet. I, I preface this every single time when we're starting this. So I'm new to this. You guys are new to this. So this review will be the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Three days later. Yeah. For a second outing from Dark. Castle Productions House on Haunted Hill remake being the first this movie was boring and dull no yes. doubt the effects of the house and the CGI of the ghosts were worthwhile and chilling as for the actors everyone was wonderful especially Matthew Lillard and F. Murray Abraham Abraham was in a role that the late Vincent Price would have been at home in the characters for the rest of the cast were dull characters. You couldn't care for them that much. In the beginning, you did, finding out that their mother died and the loss of their house and now living in a tenant, uh, uh, yeah, tenement with a housekeeper. Tenement? Okay. How can you afford a housekeeper? That is true. I, yep, I thought mm -hmm. that very much so. Yeah, that is true. But I he almost did, wonder. He didn't have any money set back is what he says, but he's paying a housekeeper to do nothing. Why well, hang out with the kids while he's home? Doesn't cook, doesn't do windows, just is But sassy. does she just live there and like maybe she said. needs a place to live? And so like know. this, that's their, we don't paid. know their... They say like she's getting paid and everything. It doesn't, yeah, yeah. it doesn't, that part doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, but the children are brats. They don't listen. It makes you dislike them automatically. You forget about their mother's dead. The daughter, Shannon Elizabeth, is only eye candy in the movie. The son is morbid. He reads obituaries into his little recorder, disturbing. And the housekeeper who doesn't do any work. Yeah, the kid is literally like little Dahmer. 
Like, he, he's the least, so, my least favorite character in this movie. Uh, really? Least yeah. favorite? Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I think the housekeeper is my least favorite. Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub? Really? really? Tony Shalhoub. We'll I get thought, into that later. Okay. okay. I, thought, <laughs> I didn't mind the boy. I mean, his mom died. So he's, she's, she's, she's like, she's lucky. With death. She's That's lucky. If that, if that was my oh. kid, I would want to be dead too. Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> Shut your mouth. That's so mean. Wow. Jeez. He does suck. But it's not, my thing isn't his dark, it has nothing to do with his darkness or anything. It has That's to a, do with just, he's annoying. That super rad scooter that he takes everywhere. Yeah. They just, he, they're right in this, in this, that the kids don't listen for shit. Well, like I don't, they under, have, they I don't, don't understand. I mean, they're in a brand new house with a bunch of cool stuff. Who wouldn't want to go explore? But I also don't understand like why his daughter who literally looks like she's in her twenties is just still, I don't know. I don't fucking keep on, keep on, keep on. on. Yeah. Keep on. These make these qualities make you dislike them. They had more redeeming characteristics. You would like them. The only member of the family that, you like is the father he's trying to do this he's trying to do the best he can he is an average joe trying to support his family and get in life and get and get but in life missing his wife in the process the film could have been better than it was i highly recommend the original 13 ghosts or if you want to scare want a scare try the house on haunted hill remake the haunting or even the legend of hell house Oh, I've never seen that one. So they, this review was actually extremely nice. Like they were not, yeah. they were not going for the juggler. They were like very concise and they were actually nice. I am, I'm applauding them, even though it wasn't as entertaining as the other ones. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't seem like a one star review. Yeah. review. No, no. no. It was just calling out its faults in the movie. I mean, I completely agree with that review you got in a, the you, sense of, of that. You got a problem with Tony Shalhoub in this movie, Tasha? I always have a problem with Tony Shalhoub. You don't like Tony Shalhoub? I don't like him. The only what? thing I liked him in was um, that really like the no, like wings. the 90s wings. Yes, <laughs> I liked him in wings. Um, but in this movie, I think he is like he's whiny. He's yep. judgy. He yep. keeps referring to his son as the kid. I know. I've got that written. Um, down. Tony refers so many... to his son as the kid a lot. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah and then he's like i just i'm doing anything i can for my children like we maybe refer to them as their their name to start i don't know but yeah. yeah through the whole movie he's just i think he's kind of overacting in some cases but if he's not overacting and that's his character i wouldn't want to be friends with him yeah, I, I, thought, I agree i don't like him in this movie either really I thought he was Mm-mm. possibly like considering the circumstances and everything like if we take them take the movie as uh reality or whatever he was the most believable character i felt like looking i don't think so with that either Mm -hmm. looking at every other like you got the two kids that are just super like not annoying like because they're kids are just like written as just super fucking annoying the (laughs) the housekeeper is the same way where it's like this like this would what the fuck like it's it doesn't come off as funny like her quippy like there are so many fucking one-liners in this movie that yeah. it made me cringe well the thing with the housekeeper and this is what bothers me about it i feel like they're playing into a stereotype oh and, they, were. they totally and were i do not appreciate that in this like i it didn't add to how it didn't hard, add value how hard yeah, they that were part playing doesn't it. age well that's no. for sure how hard they were playing that stereotype terrible. Oh. How hard they were playing into that stereotype. I legitimately thought she was going to be the first to die. I yeah. thought that's mm. how they were playing it. I was I like, yeah. oh, I, we're, I gonna, mean, we're, go we're, go, we're going to do like every little uh, like 
cliche and everything, and then we're just going to offer and like first off, like right up. Mm-hmm. I thought that's how they were going to play. It. She's that doesn't happen at all, and then she ends up being the hurrah at the end, and it was kind of like that was cheesy in itself, but it it was it's a movie and it was entertaining that's the way i look at it and i love the way this movie starts like it's one of my favorite ways to have a movie start i think it's very entertaining and it draws you in immediately into the storyline i think if it would have kept that energy through the movie it would have been more entertaining but the fact that it it starts off with like this like basically like almost like resident evil level like action scene of like fucking Mm -hmm. this ghost like fucking everybody up in this uh was it junkyard and stuff yeah. i was like i was like oh all right okay this is interesting and like you know you get a little bit of matthew lillard in there and everything and it's like okay but then it it it, it gears so far down to like basically just like watching the watching tony shalhoub's life around him fade away and all this stuff and i just i liked that did you I like liked that? that yeah i liked how they did that with the credits because then you're not like you're not watching it it's giving you a synopsis in a quick way instead of having like five scenes of it happening i get i get that but what i'm saying is like you've got like this like literal bombastic thing and it never personally never gets to that point ever again in the film like there are i don't agree there are like bigger action scene kind of things in there but i don't think any of them even touch like that amount of like intensity because everything else that comes after it like yes there are there's one cool kill and the rest of the film and then i don't know like i mean if you're looking if you're looking for death count you you're only getting that really in in the beginning essentially i was i was looking for about anything it wasn't even about death count i was looking for okay um i hear these ghosts are supposed to be really cool looking right they um, are really cool looking. There are there are two, in my opinion, that were no, cool looking, and we there's don't, a ton of them. Yeah, I think a lot of them look really neat. Mm-hmm. The torso, the torso was cool. Yep. Yeah. Give them that one, and then the other one that I thought was cool. Which one was it? Um, oh, Describe it. I'm, I, I I can see it. Uh, oh God, the uh, it's like the the adult size baby and the small oh. the small person yeah, i liked yeah. those two the rest of them i just didn't care about because like this this was something that like they could have like i obviously i'm one of those people that's like i want practical effects right this these practical effects with the ghost makeups and stuff were so like cartoonishly exaggerated that it to me it didn't come off as scary or cool it was just Hmm. overdone um for the ones that they showed us a lot like the ones that you didn't see a lot were the more interesting ones i thought like the little boy with like the arrow through his head and stuff like that yeah i I don't like that one that was boring i'm just saying those are a lot like a lot better makeup things the one with like all the railroad spikes in them and stuff looks really fucking dumb to me Mm. the the jackal one with like the caged head that's amazing i like that one i like that one a lot would look cool if we didn't fucking have the camera in her face all the time if it was like shot in a different way but it's so prevalent that it just looks kind of dorky to me 
Now, I liked all of those. There, the Arrow Boy, he mm-hmm. was one of the ones that I thought was a little boring, but the torso was amazing. The torso thought, was cool. I liked yeah, that one. I liked the, um, that was actually my the favorite mom one. and the baby was a really good, like, yeah, size difference plus kind of grotesque. Well, I liked it was, that. It yeah, like car- I liked it was like that. A, it was a carnival sideshow look to it. That's right, what, yeah. That's what I liked there. But yeah, like the jackal, when they're like talking about it and stuff, it's like, oh, the jackal's here. And then like, it's, I don't know. I, I expected it to be a lot more menacing looking or whatever and it just came off to me like a really bad resident evil character okay I, well resident evil i think has good characters too so i can't say anything i'm talking specifically about the games where like most of oh. the bosses and stuff have like gimmicky looks and stuff like that oh, okay. like that's just kind of what it was it was just like oh this one's got a cage on its head it's like but does it do anything different nope she's just gonna <laughs> run and scratch at you I'm like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked all of those. There's very few of the ghosts that I didn't like. Like I, I didn't care for the boy, but I thought the jackal was really cool. The guy with the railroad spikes. Yes, he's over exaggerated, but I liked that about him. Um, right, me too. I, I liked the prince, which um, he mm-hmm. is the with the baseball bat. I really liked his interactions, and I loved. And I don't know why I loved this. The creepy naked woman that's like supposed to be the princess or whatever they called her. Yeah. Uh, she. I loved the scene when we finally get into the house and the daughter's in the bathroom and then there's just blood all over the bathroom and on the floor it says, I'm sorry. And then she's in there like bathing in the tub, which is full of blood. But we, from her perspective as the ghost versus like the human part, I love that scene. And I really like that uh, ghost just because she's very interesting. I like her face. I like her face and stuff, but like, and obviously I'm not a prude or anything, but like, she's like nude and she's got like these large lacerations on her and stuff and those just they don't they don't look good to me um and it's another one of those things that like if they didn't just sit the camera on her all the time if it was like more like in shadows or something i think it would be creepier if that's what they were trying to do but like it just doesn't come up like if it's i don't know the tone that it's attempting to because i don't think it's hitting any of them Okay. What do you think, Tasha? I liked the scene, the bathroom scene. I think it was too long, though, how much the daughter is, like, spending time in the water. That, you could have taken out, like, five, ten seconds of that, and it would have been better. I really liked, I don't know if you guys noticed, but, like, the facial expressions of the princess when she's in the bathroom, she almost looks concerned. Mm -hmm. She doesn't look like she's out to hurt anybody. She looks, like, scared almost. And I thought that was really cool. And, like, Obviously, I don't care to know, like, everything that happened, because that would take, like, a million years to learn everyone's stories. But there's, like, some look of, like, concern or fear when she's in the bathroom. So I thought that was really cool. It adds, like, an extra layer instead of, like, oh, she's just out to kill people. Because based on the the theory of the the movie, she could have killed the daughter right there. Yeah. But she didn't. Well, but she does end up swinging on her right then and there when... Shalub pulls her away from the water or whatever. Oh, yeah, like, that's true. Sorry <laughs> about that part. Like, so, like, they they could have explained more about these ghosts and stuff, and the time would have been fine, the same, because there is an insane amount of expository dialogue in this movie where it's just like, oh, you didn't know this? And then they just explain shit nonstop. Yeah. We even, like, by the end of the film, we get, like, a fucking recap of the film up to the point of what's happening like that's true i think is, that's stupid like there's we're, like a half hour of this hell. film yeah there's a half hour of this film that they probably could have cut out because of how much plotting around in slow-mo they put in like 
every fucking scene seems like there's like a slow-mo scene of just a person walking into a room. Oh, this is so good. All this kind of shit that was not necessary. They could have filled that with actually more explanation of the ghost, the thing that people want to see in this film. But like, they just keep plotting around and everything and just like, I would do anything for my wife. And we just keep getting the same thing over and over. So that kind of shit drove me fucking nuts in this movie because I I kept checking my phone. Like this movie's gotta be about over, right? And like, nope, we're halfway through it. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like it, 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 it wasn't like it was smart like intelligently done where it's like oh i didn't notice that it's like we're just going to keep information from you and then give it to you later in the film like it's supposed to be some like revelation and it's like well no actually this book has all of these ghosts in it and we're going to just show you pictures of it show the ghosts, and that's it we're not going to explain anything about them so it's all style no substance like from the house the ghost that's all it is and like the fact that there isn't just corn or something playing in the background of this movie is shocking <laughs> to me that it's not just like dun 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 dun, dun. It's like ghost boobs ghost boobs <laughs> without corn though it is a very loud movie yeah it is i think i didn't i wasn't a huge fan of that yeah. it was like jarring with all of the like like the background noises and then just like jarring sounds it and maybe it's because i've seen it a million times i bet when i was younger that got me and like spooked me but now it's just just like added added noise that i didn't necessarily need yeah but i would have liked like you said i would have liked to have a little bit more i guess about the ghosts because they come from such vast like timelines like yeah. the pilgrim versus the prince versus the can we talk about the widow the widow for a second yeah which one's the widow the mom and she's not the widow oh i really had a, i had a hard part with that one oh i saw so the, the burn victim yeah the mom it's something like the the wounded the wounded widow or something like that it was wasn't her title. Widow. It was, it, I think it was like the, the something Some, lover, something lover. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Then yeah, I just misunderstood. No, but that, it, when I heard yeah. that, that bothered me. Yeah. No, it's something about lover. It's like the, the it might very well be the scorched lover <laughs> or something to <laughs> yeah. that extent. Yeah, but, I, the, the other one that was good in this was the juggernaut i liked his character in this like we see him in the beginning and and then we see him again later on and he kind of destroys and i like the way he looked in this but the only that i liked that they had a twist with the woman that was in the house um that was entertaining i thought where she you think she's on your side she's not on your side so i i completely forgot about that so that was good but yeah i this movie i just like it because you get to watch the ghost like yeah i agree like them walking through this house and getting like familiar with it and all of that just seems like filler and when we could just get to know these ghosts a little bit more and have more backstory and relationship with them specifically because this is my argument with any movie that's like spending too much time talking about the humans when we aren't here to watch the humans we're here to watch the extra entities whether that be monsters or whatever it is aliens whatever and this movie does spend a little bit too much time on the backstory and i I don't like that but i love matthew willard's character in this it's amazing considering like what they do show at times so uh, the coolest scene in this movie is when the lawyer gets vertically bisected oh, by, by glass. Yes. So good. That is cool. That is cool as fuck. So we know that this movie can, and by its ratings, can be visceral. It can be violent and stuff like that. 
it's the only time it really fucking happens though in the and, beginning like, nothing like that though like i like so that happened with him right so it set this tone that i was like oh shit we're gonna get some like gnarly stuff going on from that point forward you don't get anything else like you no. don't like you get some scratches here and there uh you get matthew lillard bent in half yeah you do get him kind of crushed in half so that that was all right but um yeah i was really expecting but yeah, nothing beats the bisected yeah, body like, and then the, the slow point. yeah the slow drip yeah, yeah that was cool um but then there was like some things like it this movie literally it's almost like it had like a list of cliches in front of it and it decided to do all of them because like the I'm not going to go down the whole list, but like the whole thing of like, they literally like walk to a point and they're just like, Hey, let's split up. And it's just like, yeah. Are you fucking serious. Like, and it's, and it's not like they naturally split up somehow. Like they do kind of do that later on with like how the house moves and some people do get split, but they literally get to a crossroads and they go, you go that way. You go that way. I'll go this way. And it's like, this is fucking dumb. But and then, then Tony Shalhoub didn't even follow his own rule no. of like, just go down the hall and turn around and come back. And then there were like two huge things that I like, I don't understand the, the, the rules, I guess, of this house. So they take a pane of glass from the oh, wall and yes. use it to block stuff. So you can do that to any of the walls or what? They're the really lucky that no ghost came from behind them. Yeah. Very confused there. And then secondly, I think it's like right around that time when they're like downstairs and they're trying to like climb up to get to the other room and stuff. And there's a ghost like chasing them down and one of them's climbing up, but then Tony Shalhoub's still stuck downstairs and they miraculously save him and pull him out. There's nothing blocking that ghost from coming up after them. Why does it ah. not? Why does it not go up after like do these ghosts? Are they? Well, they not need able stairs. to fly they just fucking walk around and they need stairs yeah. and elevate like i there's just a lot of that kind of stuff yeah. that i was like i don't i don't understand like the the laws or rules that they're trying to build in here but the like, wall thing makes sense to me because it's supposed to be used as a shield essentially well, like because that. it has writing on it to help i understand you know, what they're using it for i just don't understand like how were you able like they were just like i know what we'll do and they just pulled a sheet of glass off the wall and it's like so could have you just pulled like instead of having to traverse this place and things are closing on you could you just pull the glass down and fucking walk through like what was so special yeah. about that like i understand that you probably couldn't just pull it off the wall and go out of the building but maybe you could because the one lady was like oh the place shifted and that's how i got in here dude and everything. that like, drove me nuts how she just I, wandered in it's closed <laughs> now don't worry about it like that's that's the word i don't i don't think she was being honest though because she's the bad guy in this so I think she was lying. I think she was there the whole time, just like the other dude. I think yeah, they I, were both there. Oh, good no, point. I, I get that, but it is shifting and stuff. And like, if you're able to just take the panes of glass down with no tools or anything, because you can't break them with chairs, but you can just pull them out of their sockets. Like, I was just really fucking. Was it one of the doors? Did he just take I, it I off so. its hinges? No, they just like point and they, they just fucking have it. <laughs> and they're just walking around <laughs> like it's a tower shield. And I was like, right. oh, oh, okay, I guess that's what we're doing now. And then Shalhoub gets cornered in it while Willard gets fucking killed. It's no. <laughs> No, Poor Matthew, Matthew Lillard. Lillard. I also didn't like the, um, but right before that scene when they were talking and the camera was going through the glass mm -hmm. and they're like showing their faces. Technically, we shouldn't have been able to hear any of that because oh, yeah. Matthew Lillard made a really good point to say like, this is so thick, you can't hear it's, anyone scream. It's all soundproof and everything. And then they, yeah, it literally is happening, I think, in that scene. Right. And then the camera is oh, on the other true. side of the glass. And I'm just like, 
what the fuck is going on now follow if, your own physics if, if the like and this is where i'm saying the tone is hard for me to understand if it is supposed to be that unbelievable there are other times where they're just like no we can't do that because of of laws but like it's just it's so all over the place like it does it needs to stay in a lane and it's try i think it's trying to do too much from like a production standpoint where it's like we're going to be funny but we're going to be shocking we're going to add a little bit of gore here and we're going to do this and they're trying to get too many people into the theater to watch it but by doing mm. so you don't do anything well you just do a lot of things yeah i think that they could have definitely tightened it up a bit and spent a little bit more time building the plot instead of like literally info dumping on us in various spots and then redoing the same info dump later on which was very annoying the thing i argued with the most with myself in this movie was like who trusts some random dude showing up to your house when you're home but you're supposed to be out taking care of your kids but then you have a lady there that's supposed to take care of your kids but you don't have enough money to pay for any of your stuff <laughs> but then she doesn't do anything but sit at your table and talk and then you have your daughter over here cooking and you, this random lawyer shows up to tell you, you have a family member that died and now you have a house and then you go to this house and then you randomly are now immediately moving in and well, yeah, doing that's all how this that's how I'm early so 2000s movies work I'm, I know, I'm sorry, <laughs> I know. If, if a fucking lawyer gives me that key and it goes in that lock I'm not fucking totally walking going. in that house <laughs> like, oh look this house is just made of glass okay look at this fucking like it literally, it literally just looks like a puzzle box, like that it's going yeah. into. It's like, how fucking dumb! Like I'd just be like, I would I don't, totally walk in that house. I would. This is what I thought, like going into it when he's like walking in and like checking everything out. I'd just be like, all right, cool. So this is mine. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm out. I need to go get a realtor. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna sell this place because obviously I work two hours from here at a school because I'm a math <laughs> teacher. I can't afford the taxes on this place. I've already said that. I'm gonna sell this fucking house. I'm gonna have fucking the American Pickers come over and buy all this fucking brass, and we're gonna fucking like live like kings wherever the fuck else two yeah. hours away from here. But I'm the not lawyer go. said he didn't have to worry about money. That uh, part all is also wrapped up. Well, yeah, he was guys. worried about his fucking son. I think that it would have been better off. He's like, you know what? That little bastard could go fuck off somewhere else we're out of here he should have just left both of his kids and his housekeeper there and just fucked off <laughs> no i don't agree with that but i when they walked up and they were like this house is beautiful or something i was like who sees this house and says yeah that's beautiful and and i'm not i'm not creeped the fuck beautiful. out i don't i thought it looked creepy as hell i'm like no nothing about it seems creepy. It looks creepy doesn't mean it's not beautiful mm. i didn't think it was Latin creepy script? i just thought it, i just thought it was just overly opulent and stuff like that yeah. i didn't think it was creepy i just thought it was like a beautiful art piece you know like that's yeah. how it looked to me but, but it's like, not to me it's not a home it's an art piece yeah and that's why i would have sold it because there ain't no goddamn way <laughs> that little shitty kid on his fucking razor scooter gonna get fingerprints all over my goddamn glass walls fuck that kid <laughs> yeah it was like i said this movie does have some holes in it let's just say the least but i still i still find it for whatever reason especially that opening scene and then some other scenes throughout very entertaining and i love matthew lillard's character in this i he's funny he also is like over the top like he always is but then and then and part of it makes a lot of sense like i love the scenes where because he's like a psychic or whatever yeah. he is mm -hmm. he's, he's a he whatever he touches people he can see their whatever their 
history, their past, and then he can feel these ghosts. And I love that. And he takes medication to like dull the senses. And I like that about him. And so like when he touches people, he gets a headache and he's like laying on the floor. So I felt like all of that was very on par for like his character. And then he's trying to help people in this house. And even though he's like, I'll just pay you all your money. Like, I don't, he, you, none of y'all want to die. The thing that uh, I didn't like about this was that it talks about in the book or whatever that they each ghost gets released at a specific time and they should have played into that more. Like there should have been a chiming or there should have been a something that where we as the viewer was like, this is number one, the first ghost goes. And then we're waiting on edge to see when the next one gets released. And so then we're building up to like a fever pitch of getting all 13 ghosts out and then what they do to wreak havoc in this house and i felt like that was severely lacking because it, they were just randomly getting let free we didn't have any understanding other than them showing us this like locking mechanism in a room right. they showed us like three or four times and you could see where the number had moved like the little pointer had moved Symbol. yeah but other than that like or like the spinny thing it would show us in the middle of the floor but that doesn't tell us a whole lot. Like, yeah, I mean, we don't read that. We don't read Latin. It's just, it was just, I don't know. That was really lacking for me in the plot. Yeah, because it kept showing the spinny floors over and over again mm -hmm. and now how they linked. But yeah, we didn't know which symbol equaled which ghost really until the very, very end. True. Well, what you girls will probably be kind of excited about considering that's what you want or need or whatever is I it might be coming out this year. They're making a television series out of this. Okay. So they definitely, uh, and okay. it's like, if it's by Warner Brothers who has it, that means it's gonna go to Max because that's who owns that. So there'll probably be some decent budget behind it and they might actually flesh that stuff out about the ghosts. Is it gonna like be that. made by Mike Flanagan? God, I hope not. <laughs> this is like he's right up his alley though he's at a house with ghosts <laughs> it could, could it have but, a mirror but, but the fall of the house of usher was supposed to be his last series on netflix maybe it's because he's pivoting over to max to do 13 ghosts no he's going to amazon oh. he's already working oh, there <laughs> sorry right, sorry to <laughs> yeah, very excited <laughs> keep your pants on tasha but no, um, but like okay uh, there's just a couple couple more things that i have to say about this movie and i'll stop dogging on it um first off love is the most powerful energy that's how you it's can bullshit. stop this it's, it was so yeah, that's, that's such lazy cheesy. writing yeah <laughs> um, that, that whole premise was dumb yes it's i it's didn't like that part. Yeah. um but then also they don't explain at all these fucking 3M safety glasses with little lights on the side and how they work. <laughs> but like you wear them like, so this is, this is what I understand with how it should work, right? You wear these, you can see the ghosts, right? That's it. But for some reason in the editing, no matter whether they're wearing glasses or not, every single fucking time we show these ghosts we just have to keep doing jump edits of them disappearing appearing disappearing appearing even if they're wearing the glasses so am i led to believe that even while wearing the glasses they disappear and stuff or is that just flashy editing either way after they did it the first time i don't think they needed to do it ever again it made it like set like hey this is what you know they kind of are like this but then they just kept doing that and it, i found it to be annoying 
I think it's like an apparition. Like they can appear and then they can disappear to move to another spot yeah, or but, they can disappear to just like, I don't know, go away. But like the glasses make it like once you put the glasses on you can see them like that's kind of what we're told like when they're downstairs yeah. and they put it on but like they'll be wearing the glasses they'll be just one person but they just keep showing the ghost appear and disappear so but we're not in the, the first person perspective we're from a third right. person perspective so our view is not their view oh i'm not gonna fucking buy into that shit by any means because like they're not they don't like you can't see them at all without the glasses they make that very well known when the girl's getting drug up by the jackal and everything like that but like when they're wearing the glasses like we're just it, i just it's just overdone like if they did it once i'd be fine with it but it, it's just one of those I things like that, that aspect of this you? i felt like yeah, yeah i felt like I think it, it would have been to it it would have been too busy i think if the ghosts were always just like wandering around the basement yep well no just show like if you're showing them show them stop making them appear disappear appear disappear appear disappear it, like as they're walking towards you that's what i'm talking about they just oh, keep doing gotcha. that like it's i'm not saying that like, like they need to just do, yeah like they just keep doing that every single time and i'm just like it, am i supposed to believe that that's what you're seeing or because like they don't explain the glasses like that's the thing if they explained a little bit of the glasses but no we have to have a hey remember through this whole movie recap and stuff like they worry about giving us that information but not explaining the ghosts not explaining the glasses not explaining anything that actually matters mm. but i mean you get the gist of the idea of the glasses you put them on you see the ghosts yeah i agree <laughs> Yeah, you get the gist, but like then they just do stupid editing shit. And I fucking hate this movie. God damn it. There you go. It was just a new, it was a new like technique that Warner Brothers figured out and they just wanted to do it a bunch in the movie. That, that is yeah. 100%. That. that is definitely like, like I said, with like the cliche stuff, it's like we found out these things. We're just going to do it all the way into the ground. Right. You know, right. So, there's two things in this movie. One, I want to get your guys' perspective on because I still am struggling with the understanding of this piece. And the other one is, uh, I'm just going to say it now because it irritated the fuck out of me. And I feel this way about most of our movies that we watch that end up this way. Uh, it ends too clean. Everybody yeah. basically walks out yeah. uh, other than Matthew Lillard's character and then the bad guys. Um, all the family does survive. I fucking hate movies that end that way. And I know that sounds terrible. It's like you want people to have a bad ending. No, I don't. I, I want it to be more realistic if you're fucking fighting with 13 ghosts in a house that uh, you're other than just getting your back scratched a few times, literally, that you end up with something, something bad happens to you, but nothing from, fucking bad happens from to From the them. ghosts specifically, because like, yeah, the intro intro aside because i don't count that as body count realistically because that's just like uh like a, like fireworks at the very beginning right yeah so like once we get into the narrative the only two people that die by ghost are well is it two three there are only three people that die by ghost it's matthew lillard's, lillard's character oh no hold on the the lawyer doesn't get killed by the ghost does he like the no, door there's just four shuts people, on there's him. four people who die yeah he gets he gets backed into a door yeah so by he doesn't a ghost, die. but he's but not he, technically killed by a ghost so so we've got uh the the house owner gets thrown into the oculus inferum machine and gets mm -hmm. blown apart right so there's one and then 
the uh, woman. Matthew, Matthew Lillard. The woman doesn't get killed by the ghost, does she? She gets killed by the fucking she owner. She gets killed by the owner. She yeah, she's, she's, in the she's, door. Still, she's still body count. So four not, people. I'm not talking about body count. What I'm saying is how many people actually get killed by the ghosts? We Two. have like the ghosts are our big thing, right? This Two. is what we go into this movie expecting the ghosts to kill people. Half of the people that get killed in that house are not even from the ghosts. No. But here's the thing. That's what the woman said, that the ghosts were out. To, what was it? Some Somebody had mentioned that the ghosts were out to kill and torture because that's all they know. But is that really the case? Or are they just tortured souls? Because as they're leaving, they're just fading off into the into the into the woods so maybe they're just tortured souls they don't necessarily want to kill people they just want to kill people that are keeping them captive yeah uh, i guess but so my- matthew lillard died by ghost because he was the one that captured all of them owner died by ghost because he was the one that captured all of them but the, but the lady in the bathtub tried to kill elizabeth swanson or whatever her name is because, because they're associated there. with the house i don't know I, I see a movie title called 13 Ghosts and a dude gets cut in half by a glass pane. I expect certain things and I, I just didn't get them. I, I agree. I wish there was more death in this movie and it wasn't so cleanly put together. But my art, my thing I was going to ask you guys is to what your perspective of this is because, I like I said, I don't know what I call it. Okay, so in the movie, we see the little boy downstairs and then we see our Cyrus, is that his name? Um in the background so you're assuming because in earlier in the movie he supposedly dies right and he's got like this gash in his neck and that's how we see him die and then we go to the boy in the basement we see him behind a pane we're assuming if you hadn't seen the movie before that maybe he is another one of the ghosts we don't really know right and then later in the movie we it comes to fruition that he is not dead and he's just out walking around trying to fulfill this book and open the eye of hell or whatever the fuck it is. And it's the Oculus in Ferrum. All right. Sorry. (laughs) Oculus's eye. Thank you very much. But anyway, so they, they do this and he is with this woman and he still has this cut in his neck and he's still all fucked up and like all bloodied and stuff. And Nick and I were three hours of special effects makeup to go to the house. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm just like, what was the purpose and the necessity of him showing up here out of random? Because I understand why he was there, but with all of this makeup gash and his neck in the hopes that yeah, when tony know. shalhoub sees him he's wearing the glasses right because yeah. then he just takes them off and he's like you're <laughs> he's actually real i'm just like this is so fucking stupid yeah <laughs> because like- it, i feel like it was days later that they went to the house so he's still wearing the same outfit from <laughs> days been, before he's just been in yeah, hiding I, in the rafters i mean i guess if it happened just a day before that would make sense like where he was he just went to the house and like had this fake makeup put on him and then he just didn't worry about it because they were in the process of just trying to get everything done but how does that still prevent you from taking a shower dude like you have bathrooms <laughs> in this house like you could take off your fake makeup the only other explanation i could have was like maybe he got into it with one of the ghosts again but like who but then that wouldn't make well, sense because then that, his his throat would be oozing and that like all cut of that is stuff specifically from that altercation at the beginning because there's a piece of metal there so yeah the, the only thing that makes sense is that he that is an actual wound but it's from, not doing anything i know like it's uh, like and that would be so he so, survived that so, there's two options there's two options that it was either faked 
right? I'm going, I'm going so with he's that. Got, so then he sat through special effects makeup to have Tony Shalhoub with glasses on see him. <laughs> or it actually happened. Like, those are the only two options. But if it actually happened, then that throws exactly. everything. So that like, motherfucker like sat Then you take makeup. the glasses off and he's still alive. Yeah, that dude literally. So what that movie is telling us is that motherfucker sat through makeup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like his death at the end, in the beginning of the movie was just like setting it up um, with the woman and like showing that like who, he's, he's dead. All the people that are there, Matthew Lillard was there. A lot of people were there. So it was like, oh, well, he's dead. Us. It was like, oh, it was like yeah. saying, yeah, he's dead. But, so like, now the late, we the have lady to. is on his side and everything there. Yeah, so she's probably part of that. She might have. The, right. the guy that laid down like that was dead she was with maybe she killed him and maybe it wasn't because of the juggernaut god (laughs) because like you don't you don't don't see him kill over in that area you see him like folding a person's body into a car you see him flashing blood yeah like i and i love when they drive through and they're like egging this fucking giant guy up who does look like an old mechanic and he they're spraying blood all over these cars i fucking love that now there, I have a huge problem with their blood in this movie. It it's is too colored. It it's is, colored. Well, it's, 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 like it's, it's water. That yeah, it's too yeah. it's too uh, thin. It yeah, needs to be yeah. thicker and stuff. So yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, and it, it is, and it, the color's not right. But like, I'm okay with that. that yeah, I'm okay forget. with the color being off. It's just the viscosity needed to be there. Yeah. It literally looked like if that blood splashed on a window, it would just run off. It looks like red Kool Aid. Yeah. But if you're shooting it through a sprinkler system, you probably need to thin it out a little bit. Otherwise, yeah. it'll clog the holes. Yeah, so. we don't yeah. want to have to deal with all that. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, have you ever had to clean a sprinkler with that's God, full it's of blood? Worse. It's just the yeah. shits, man. It's you the don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just that shit out. Yeah, ask the people who run the movie uh, Blade. They'll tell you because they have to put it in sprinklers every oh, day. Yeah, so. fuck, well, that, but that blood actually looks good. Like yeah, That blood looks, looks oh. good as fuck. That's true. That's true. But yeah, so uh, I was just trying to figure out like what the purpose of this guy wearing the, this thing on his neck and like why it was still necess- like necessary for us to see him in the same clothes with the same cut at the end of the movie. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't make any fucking sense. That part and then the daughter just magically wandering off were the, my, my two biggest concerns in this movie. Yeah. Where she's just like, he turns around and she's gone. <laughs> I don't understand that. Mm-mm. I don't understand that at all. Well, no. yeah, because like he like tells all of them uh, the housekeeper and his kids like you guys just stay right here you know i'm gonna fucking go with the attorney you know i'll be right back he walks out of the room mind you this house is made of glass mm-hmm. and they're, they like look at each other with, like cheeky looks and it's like well, let's go cause problems well, that Tony, part doesn't Tony should have just mm-hmm. kicked them all in the dick right then and there. <laughs> oh my God. That part doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother she me gets either. attacked by the jackal and she's like in pain with dad. And then oh, Tony Shalhoub's doing something and then he turns and she's gone. But like, I, don't th- I don't think she ran away. I think the guy came and kidnapped her like he kidnapped the boy and then put them in that middle thing. Oh. But the problem with that is, that was is like that, ages later. Yeah, but he probably kidnapped her, put her in a place with the boy and her and and, like kept them tied up or whatever but the only thing that makes no sense with that is that how could you not hurt her wouldn't she be struggling wouldn't there have been some kind of noise like she right made? next to each other mm-hmm. yeah i know yeah. so i don't think she randomly wandered off i think she was my assumption is she was kidnapped because we never see her again after that until the end of the right. movie now but, uh mm. the, like the oculus and Ferrum, like the big machine thing that uh 
they had like in there that's like the big gyroscopic kind of thing. Looks and super everything. cool. Mm-hmm. You, you think it does? I think it looks pretty good. Okay. I don't think it's so, great, but I think it's good. This is my thing with it. I saw I saw it and I was like, this looks fucking familiar. This looks so familiar. Oh. You go back just to 97, the movie Event Horizon. Okay. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's got Sam Neill and Lawrence Fishburne in it. And it's like this, it's basically like a haunted house in space kind of thing. And there's this machine inside this spaceship that basically it's like this black matter device it causes like it can open up black holes and shit like that and that's how this spaceship flies it's the exact fucking look really yeah Uh, so like that's why i was just like this looks too fucking familiar and i i was like well maybe i i gave it the benefit of the doubt i was like well maybe they came out really close together and it's just a happenstance it was fucking like five years four years before and i was like i think somebody saw somebody's homework and was just like that looks cool let's just do this i mean i guess i could see the resemblance this okay are you talking there's like an orb in the center and then like yeah. colored light or like lights around yeah, a bunch when you of different see it, like actually, thingies yeah. when you're seeing it in motion it looks spe- exactly like the fucking like blady things that are like when the kids yeah. are sitting there and everything i was like this looks exactly the same yeah so. they definitely took some creative liberty from that <laughs> i'll give you that much <laughs> now granted there might have been something before event horizon i'm not saying that you know whatever but i was just like that kind of tampered it a little bit like i was just like oh okay wait hold on this seems a little too familiar so i had to kind of dig it i was like it it's almost too it, it what's the word it's not a coincidence i don't feel so gotcha i thought yeah. you were talking about the i really like the gear part of it too not and, necessarily and with, the floor and but with the, the gear. budget with the budget i wish that that were real and not cg oh it looks good it doesn't I look thought. bad it doesn't look bad but like when it starts breaking and stuff it yeah. looks really shitty and then like the two times that the cg is glaring is like when it's breaking it looks really bad mm-hmm. and then when the big i can't remember his name but cyrus is that his name the big bad yeah. guy yeah when, when cyrus gets, gets thrown into it it just like yeah. that looks so fucking bad it does that does look really bad but i don't care it was it was the movie, my whole right? thing my whole thing's just with like the budget and where they put money and stuff like obviously like the house looks cool. I know that like to make the house seem bigger and stuff like that, they basically just kept rearranging like that. The space that they actually worked with in this movie was not that large. And they just kept moving around the walls and stuff to make it look like different rooms. And they just did different set dressing and stuff, which I think is cool. a really good way. Mm-hmm. They obviously did like really good with like the makeup and stuff of the ghosts and stuff. It's just my, my problem with it is just how it's shot and everything. But like, you can see like the money was put to good things. And then there's just like some other stuff that's just like, I wish you would have just spent some more money on, uh, this part here and this part here to like make it more cohesive because since all of this other stuff is practical, the CGI stands out so much more. Okay. That's my problem there, but yeah. Okay. So ending it up here, who was our favorite actor or performance in this movie? Uh, what do we I, got? Personally, I, my favorite is uh, half of Matthew Lillard when when he's doing well. <laughs> but like half I said, he's really like there's times where it's just his overacting is like really bad in my opinion. But then there's other times that he's like hitting really well. So I'll give half of Matthew Lillard. And I actually like Tony Shalhoub in this. I thought that he was uh, I thought he did a good uh-huh. job. Everybody else I wasn't like that fucking impressed by. Okay, Tasha, what do you think? Matthew Lillard, all the way. 
good for the good and the bad. <laughs> take the good, you take the bad, and then you have the facts of life. Matthew Lillard. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Matthew Lillard too, but I also liked the the ghosts. I thought they were really well, well, especially like the jackal part. I thought that was well acted, and I liked oh, yeah. some of you know their characters technically too. So I would say the ghosts were good, and if you're talking human alive. Uh, well, he was alive for most of it. Matthew Lillard. So, <laughs> so um, and I liked Matthew Lillard as a ghost too oh, yeah. at the end, where he yeah. was just like chill, <laughs> leaning up against the thing, like Keith Morrison. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, since you guys seem to have a problem with uh, Shalhoub in this movie and stuff, you're not a huge fan of him in it. If you were to have made this movie, and if you would have made this movie and stuff, who would you cast? Let's just say at that time or you know what better yet if you were to make it now who would you cast like who do you who would you put as a lead in this oh. to be the dad and like if if you're like i just don't like shaloub there's you know he's just blah 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 is it because of how the character's written yeah okay but like who would you put in there both you just think it's garbage from top to bottom yeah, Tasha, doesn't, yeah. Tasha doesn't like him like as an him. actor yeah I, yeah I am not like that I, he's an okay actor I'm not I don't have any skin in the game with that I'm just kind of like meh he's fine but I, I don't know if I would pick a different actor specifically I just think they should have written his character better he was obnoxious and I did not and then the whole thing was like I love my kids I need to take care of my kids I love my kids I gotta take care of my kids I gotta find my kids okay but let's have a better character arc here let's have a little bit more growth let's have a little better acting I just love is the not... most powerful energy yeah i mean there was some parts <laughs> the acting in this in certain areas weren't the best and from other characters too but he was supposed to be one of the main main characters and like i want the main character we're going to watch to actually have like i don't know something that i like about them and his character isn't I, he just doesn't work for me yeah yeah i can't think of anyone but that's not because i want him to play the part just i i'm, I'm drawing a blank on like early 2000s dad <laughs> actors <laughs> i mean there's there's John a lot of stamos no i don't like him either what the fuck okay let's see I who know. else we got who else we got I know, well, who we could, I know who we could get tasha would love this we just get john cusack to play the role and... <laughs> i think that's on par that's yeah. basically that's just swapping no. yeah. this is basically the same person yeah or, Let's, well, let's see. Let's see here. From the movies that came out, we got Kevin Spacey. I know he's a sex pest and stuff, but let's just say back then he, no. he wasn't like you mm -hmm. got him. Samuel uh, Jackson. He would Samuel be so Jackson. much sex. Just put Samuel him Jackson in anything. A, and yeah, Samuel better. Jackson with yeah. just a bunch of white kids. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I love anyone else. Um, any other options? Uh, the, the only one that comes to my mind, I can't remember his name right off the top of my head. Uh, oh, shit. Let me see here. I'm not going to look it up. Fuck that. I'm too lazy to do that. Yeah, I don't know who it could be. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you could probably put anybody. I mean, Counter Reeves would do better. Um, like, it's just, he's not the greatest actor. And, like, I, I think you could probably put most people in there and it would be a little more successful. You could put a no-namer in there. I mean, we, right. watch, we watched The Void, the guy that plays the main character in The Void. He would have been great in this, like, I, realistically. So, yeah. I don't know. There's somebody who's not such a dick. You think know. he's a dick? Like, yeah, he's just like whiny and judgy and just kind of like irritated all the time. 
And I, I think, think like may, maybe I didn't I guess, notice that so much because I was annoyed by other characters. So like um, when I'm saying, excuse me, when I'm saying I like him, it's in comparison to the others. Gotcha. Like, so I'm, you like you were right on par. Like you felt his annoyance. Well, no, I, yeah, <laughs> his annoyance yeah, was justified. Yeah, I, was, yeah, I like I just like was. I don't think that he was like winning any awards or anything. Like, I'm not like, Oh my God, he was so good in it. But it's like, he didn't annoy me as much as damn near everybody else in this film. So mm -hmm. it's a low bar for him to be like, yeah, I, I won the, I got first place. It's like, slow down kid. <laughs> like, yeah, you fucking, you won. Good job. Well, the only guy who technically wasn't, didn't have any annoying parts because his part was so small was Siri, the serious guy, Cyrus. 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 Yeah, Cyrus. Yeah, because he's like a serious character. Like, so he did, wasn't annoying at all. But like everybody else was just obnoxious you know in this what? film. The, just take the guy that played the attorney and make him the dad. I don't fucking care. <laughs> don't fucking sure. matter. But he has like that. I liked they brought him in because he has like that creepy look. Like yeah, he that. definitely. I really liked him. that. He he looked like a Nazi youth kind of guy. Like he like he was kind blonde of. hair, blue yeah. eyed, fucking just what like the fuck? That's what they are. Get, get a little defensive over there. <laughs> Put your hand down. Stop that. <laughs> no, but like he just had that look. He looked like. You know, like that, that fucking look that like yeah. you see him and you're yeah. like, there's something bad about this guy. Yeah. It's his eyes were creepy eyes and they were really light blue, like a lighter blue. And I and, think that's what definitely sold it a little bit and the, more. And yeah. the fact that I he agree. was using like the, the, like, was it like Winamp player for like all the videos and stuff with the super ooky spooky background and stuff like that, when mm -hmm. he was showing them and everything. I was just like, wow, this takes me back. <laughs> <laughs> but all okay right. Ra so, rating time yeah, let's uh i'll do you guys just want me to get mine out of the way sure because <laughs> you guys i think will do be nicer and stuff um who, who uh who said for us to watch this movie chris chris, chris? hanshu chris hanshu <laughs> how do you know chris <laughs> gotcha. chris is actually a friend of mine okay uh any <laughs> would you like to def defend him right now He's a good guy. Okay, he means Chris. well. Chris, I, I heard he you. Actually, he actually, um, I texted him last night when I was watching it, and he was like, you guys are going to tear this apart. So <laughs> oh, he kind okay. of already kind of like knew okay, going cool. into this that it might not go oh, super that's, well. That's cool. <laughs> I, my fear, honestly, was like, I didn't... This is kind of my fear a lot with, you know, when someone's like, Hey, I really like this. Check it out or something is that I'm going yeah. to, I'm going to upset them. And I don't, that's not my intention with this kind of stuff. But, uh, Chris, uh, I, I feel personally hurt that I had to sit through this movie. Um, this was an hour and a half that I will never get. Back. <laughs> it's okay. Nick but, made us sit through 1408. So it's all right. Exactly. There are many, many it. movies that I hadn't kind seen of it though. No, the I know. tables are now turned. This is yeah. exciting. The, the turntables have turned. Yeah, but, oh, the turntables have turned. <laughs> but no, like I, I'm not pissed about it. Like now, I can just mark it off the list. I have seen it. Yep. And I'm never gonna watch this again. Um, <laughs> like I, uh, I, I see what they're trying to do here. There are definitely some good bones there and everything. I wish Matthew Lillard was m more Matthew Lillard. Like for me, like I just. That's, that's the thing. Like I came into this expecting certain things and it just didn't deliver on any of it. Um, he's so Matthew Lillard in this. I don't think so. I really don't think so. Really? And like, I've seen him in quite a few films and like yeah. this, this, like 
yes, there are times when he's Matthew Lillard, but there's a lot of stuff that I just, he was too whiny and stuff. And that's not what I think of when I think Matthew Lillard. I do. Um, Cause that's part of his personality. Yeah. Not in this. Anyway, my review. Um, <laughs> We're reviewing your review. I yeah. know, but like there's that um the kids are really fucking annoying and not like you know like it'd be different if the kids were annoying and they fucking got killed but it's like because that's well no because that's the point and it's justified uh, yeah that's the point of a lot of that in horror films is like we're gonna give you characters that you don't like so then you're like cheering when they die like they're just fucking annoying so like that i just literally had to sit there watch them be annoyed or annoying not get a lot of kills that i thought i was gonna get uh, we like just kind of cheesy this that and the other with camera stuff it it felt like it could have been an hour long and it would have still got the same fucking point across and all that stuff uh for that all of that um i'm giving this movie a 3.5 all right that's, that's low for you yeah i did mm -hmm. not, i'm not kidding i did not like this movie like i'm i'm grasp like the 3.5 is specifically because the house looked cool the concept was cool everything and and it uh had one cool kill like legitimately one cool kill all the other kills i didn't care about the lawyer getting killed was cool that's it okay so, all right tasha what do you what do you got okay for first tasha before you give that did you stay awake I did. Oh, for God's sake. Whoop, whoop. She's and doing so good. I'm killing it. You are. <laughs> I even watched it in my bedroom and I stayed awake. Congratulations. Oh. Yay. I'm three for three. I, I know. <laughs> I would like to say, though, about my, my review and stuff. I, again, just prefacing. I did not watch this when I was younger. This is me watching it now. So. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. What do, you, what do you got, Tasha? So there are some definite, like flaws to this movie but yes. as nick mentioned he's just now watching it i <laughs> loved this movie as a kid i had forgotten about it so i haven't seen it in probably 20 years um i oh, we've talked at length about matthew lillard i'm cool with with the whininess i'm cool with his sarcasm i'm cool with him being him i thought he did really well um i didn't see the kids as being as annoying as you did um I mean, they played their parts. I thought some of this, kids, though, so maybe you're more used to kids being that's annoying. True. That's, that's, that's true. That's fair. You yeah. genuinely probably like kids. We we <laughs> we don't genuinely like kids. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, there's there's that. Would you cool. agree, honey? <laughs> yeah. Do you I, agree? I, I love the kids that I'm attached to, family-wise. Like, yep. I love like our kids, and I love Wyatt. Every other kid, though, realistically, I more than likely just don't fucking like okay. yep okay that's fair well then then there's that yeah i have a bias towards just kids in general i am yeah. a hateful um, old man <laughs> i will say a lot of the scenes could have been shortened um so that was one where it was just i was kind of getting bored which i think if i would have watched it at a different time of day i probably would have fallen asleep um but i was so excited to kind of remember this movie as i watched it uh for all of that and then for everything else i've said i'm actually gonna give this a six i do plan on watching it again oh my god <laughs> Gosh, be I, nice liked to I liked it good i'm glad it's, that you it's liked one it. of those it's one of those movies that like you could turn on and just have it on in the background and pop in or 
you know, just watch it while I'm reading a book or on my phone or whatever and pop in and out. I probably wouldn't watch it at length. Um, but I think for somebody who wants to watch like a 2000s movie, this one is like, like creme de la creme. It's, it, it fits that. Yeah. I agree. So I'm giving it a See, six. That's, that's my relationship with House on Haunted Hill. So I understand yeah. that. Like, I just, my like I said, my relationship, I just with House, my relationship with House on Haunted Hill is similar to that too. Like all of those movies have nostalgia behind it. I'm kind yeah. of, with, I'm not going to like reiterate everything Tasha said, but I agree with all of it. So I'm just going to say, I wrote my review last night. I put my star rating down after Nick was over here complaining about like how horrible this movie was. And I was Throwing like, a tantrum. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I can't believe we watch this movie. This is terrible. And I'm just like, it, it really is not like, no. I, will, I will watch this movie again. Like I, I'm not, I won't watch it like as a yearly thing probably, but like, it doesn't bother me. It didn't anger me. I wasn't like hoping for it to be over. Like I was just like, this is entertaining enough and nostalgic enough to like, I could pull things from what I remembered and then things that I didn't remember, which was nice. And I gave it a six uh, star as well as Tasha. So I was like, That's awesome. uh, it was, it's not a great movie, but it's an entertaining movie. Yeah. 15 and a half. It's a 52%. Oh, barely. Just skirting barely, by. Barely, barely. <laughs> so with a 52%, you will more than likely get some kicks out of this. Yeah. Not for everybody, obviously. <laughs> but, but you will more than likely, you know, like it, like, pass fail for us is 50%. So like it gets, it just squeaks by. Um, I, if, I guess like if Matthew Lillard was not in this, it would be a fail. Right. True. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, the Matthew Lillard by the grace of God gets this movie. <laughs> Saves and, the day. Yeah. Yep, he it, does that in a lot of his movies though. Realistically, yeah. he just is a very strong presence in his movies. And if he's a front runner, he's just so entertaining. Scream would not be scream without him. Yeah, well, Agreed. see, that's the thing when we're talking about like the whiny stuff, the whininess of him in that is like when he's like injured, when he's like, oh, I don't feel so good, man, and stuff like that. Everything else in that movie, though, he's not whiny. Like, that's where like the whininess doesn't work for me in this film where mm -hmm. he's like doing that all the time. It just kind of bothers me. And then obviously as Shaggy in the fucking uh, <laughs> Scooby-Doo movies, he's supposed to just be a scaredy cat and stuff. And I was really hoping like just remake this movie, right? And we just put the Scooby Gang in it. Oh my! And just yeah, that would actually it. work. And it actually probably yeah, would have been would fucking really ten work. times better. It okay, would really I like work. That idea. I, I'm on mm -hmm. board with that. And just raggy, and there's just yeah. it's, it's running after Scooby and yeah. <laughs> the, ad the adult version of Scooby Doo. Oh, that would be yeah. Yeah. that'd be great. That would be fun. Yeah. And like I like, and like uh, I know the first one. I think both of them were directed by James Gunn, the guy that like did like the uh, oh, like Guardians okay. of the Galaxy films I didn't know and that. shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like have him do Thirteen Ghosts meet yeah. the Scooby Gang. And yeah. Here's the thing: would the would you be able to pull the mask off of the ghosts, or would they be real ghosts? Well, uh, mm. maybe real go. It'd be one of those ones where, like, if it wasn't old, for old, you old and Mr. that dog, old Mr. Jenkins was doing some shady shit, but the ghosts were still real. We'll yeah. just, oh, I like it. Well, it's the adult they, version of it, so it, the adult version can have real ghosts. Yeah, and they could I pull like the it. mask off of somebody, and it's Tony Shalhoub under it, and you'd be like, God <laughs> damn it, Tony <laughs> Get out of my movie! <laughs> but, all right, so hey, it's it's movie club, so. For uh, next week, we are going to be watching, uh, I believe this is a Stephanie pick uh -oh. Uh, uh -oh. coming up. We are going to be watching the movie X. 
Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're we're going to preface this by saying if you look up what this movie is, um, do, do, don't watch this with your children. Um, it is a it is a pornographic-esque movie. So just movie. Go into, going into that, understanding that. Yep. Like, you'll notice this from the trailers and stuff. It is it is a slasher film. Slasher, lightly Kinda, slasher. yeah. Directed by Ty West. This is the first part of a trilogy. So there's X. After that comes Pearl. And then this year they are releasing Maxine. So those are three movies. Okay. So um, this movie is a slasher that was made uh, just a couple years ago. I believe it came out in like 2021, 2022. But it is set in the early 80s. So think of like, you know, grimy independent porn culture and stuff like that's kind of where it's set because it's basically and you notice know from the trailer so i'm not giving anything away i'm just basically telling you tasha so kind of prefacing it so you like okay this is what the movie is yeah um, people are going to make a porn out on a property and shit okay. goes sideways got, got it, it. and it's go. a period piece yeah, takes place early eighties, maybe early late seventies, but I, I think it's yeah. early eighties. Yeah, we this was initially like a Nick thing. He wanted to see it a while ago, and then he was like, "Hey, uh, you want to watch this with me?" And I did, and then I just think it would be really good for a lot of people to watch because I do find it really good. So yeah, it, we'll, it's a it's a good movie. I am definitely excited to see what you think, Tasha, and I'm excited to see what anybody else has to say about this movie. Uh, but where yeah. can we find it? uh right this second i know the last time i saw it it's like on showtime and shit like that um what? i have a, i have a physical copy of this mm, like, of course you do, I, of course I do. <laughs> as <laughs> normal people who don't buy movies and stream them the yeah. only, where the can only, we find the it? only movies that i own are horror films and martial arts slash samurai films That's i would it. like to point out the fact that you have 1408 on dvd but not 13 ghosts oh yeah. no i don't have it on dvd i have it on fucking blu-ray <laughs> It paid extra money. <laughs> it paid extra money. <laughs> yeah. And I had it for too long that I couldn't return it back to Amazon. <laughs> I did Believe that with me, I, I did tried. that with Buffy. <laughs> we watched you Buffy. You returned it? And I fucking sent that shit back. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. the, the new it wasn't streaming anywhere. doing it that way. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't streaming anywhere back then. And then, like, literally, we watched yeah, it. We I did the podcast. It. And then it fucking showed up everywhere to fucking stream. And I was like, I fucking hate <laughs> it. This, I, this movie sucks even more now. But, <laughs> but yeah. So, yep, we're going to watch Ty West's X for next week's episode. And Sounds uh, good. Yeah. Don't forget to send us some questions and stuff like that. Like, we would definitely like to hear from you guys. And, uh, yeah movie requests movie requests please those Uh, are so fun yeah and fucking like even if even if you think it's a bad movie and you want to see us tear it apart fucking shoot if you love the movie shoot you know whatever we'll we'll take all into consideration you know right for pot of the dead i am nicholas i'm stephanie i'm tasha come back and listen to us or else (laughs) 